Arise, O Lord, save me, my God, deliver. Welcome to the Firmly Planted Tree, a podcast dedicated to the reading of the Psalms for strength in our daily walk and to delight in the law of the Lord. I'm Joey Hawkins, and like the tree planted by the waters, may God's word establish you in righteousness. The Lord alone deliverance and no other source of help have we. Psalm 35 of David. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon him when he does not know it. And let the net that he hid ensnare him. Let him fall into it to his destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong from him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good. My soul is bereft. But I, when they were sick, I I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friend or my brother. As one who laments his mother, I bowed down in mourning. But at my stumbling, they rejoiced and gathered. They gathered together against me. Wretches whom I did not know tore at me without ceasing. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation, and in the mighty throng I will praise you. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes, and let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace, but against those who are quiet in the land they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me. They say, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. You have seen, O Lord. Be not silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, our hearts desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all day long. I'll keep my comments brief today. Psalm 35 is one of those psalms that get me gets me kind of fired up, quite frankly, and you probably can hear a little bit of that in the reading. But a question as I was reading and studying this that that just stood out to me is, how do you react when there are those who oppose you? And specifically those who oppose you, because I I believe Psalm 35 and, and the experience of David's life, when it's those who oppose you who 
you feel shouldn't be opposing you. It's one thing to say, be David in the, on the battlefield with the Philistines or the Amalekites or, or the enemies of Israel. Clearly at that moment, you're not questioning and calling out to the Lord in this way. You're, you're asking for strength in battle and, and in victory. But in this case, the battle is directed towards the Lord as we see initially when David is saying, Lord, you take up the shield and, and, buck, and buckler. You take the spear and javelin. You offer salvation in this situation. So what do we do against those who oppose us who shouldn't be, who we're trying to work with or, or, or to, to help and support? In David's case, King Saul himself who though David was anointed as king by Samuel, the king that would replace Saul, David served him faithfully, sought to, to be his servant in the battlefield and to wait for the day of the Lord when he would ultimately vindic be vindicated. That last waiting on the Lord is where I think our, our rub really comes in because to wait upon the Lord is not some passive thing. I can't read aloud to you Psalm 35 and feel passive, feel, feel calm, feel some sort of like spiritual sense of soothing come over me. Psalm 35 is active, very active. From the things he's calling to those who oppose him, I mean that, they're, that they would be driven like chaff before the wind, that they would be, uh, have a dark and slippery path, that they would fall into the nets that were cast for him that ultimately they would be the ones who are dealt with and, and that he would be vindicated as they're, again, as he says, with their own teeth, they're, they're mocking me and ripping me at like those who are at a feast. And so this is not something for us. And, and I feel so often within, within church, you, you'll hear this in our, in our messages and our preaching, that there's some sort of spiritual balm applied here to these difficult situations when there's someone apply, uh, opposing you, that you should just simply passively wait for the Lord. David did not passively wait for the Lord, but how he waited for the Lord was a very active process. It was very much David and his mighty men, David uh, uh, seeking to survive and, and, and to, to live before Saul in a way that did not dishonor or, or, or even to take his life when he had that chance, but to continue to trust in the Lord that one day he would vindicate David. And ultimately, David's life is continually thwarted by this violence that surrounds him. And even as, as I preached over this last week, the, the coronation of David is almost thwarted by his own commander of his forces, Joab, when he murders Abner, who is trying to defect to David. And it looks as if David has caused some sort of a coup here. And David has to simply, rather than just straight up killing Joab rather than, than uh, uh, going to battle against Israel. He waits on the Lord and he tries to show his righteousness and allow the Lord to be vindicated. But that does not mean sitting around on your laurels, whining, moaning, passively accepting it as if there's no sort of spiritual blessing that comes in very physical and real ways. Ultimately, Saul received the war reward and the due penalty then of his actions and his dereliction of duty as a king, and then ultimately his disobedience to the very law of God. He received that reward. And David ultimately then is appointed king and in his own life receives many of the same difficult uh, uh, punishments from his own sin and from his own ways uh, that he fell short of following God. But he always sought actively to repent. 
I guess if there's one thing I'm telling you from Psalm 35, and this is this is for men in, in many ways as the psalm is directed, but it's, it's for men and women uh, uh, in the churches. It is not this passive thing to wait for the Lord. It's true spiritual uh, and true faith, I should say, uh, and how that looks is not some sort of passive Zen state. It is active. God is calling you to do things. And so, so often when I, when I face opposition in my life and the thing I've tried to shift over the past couple of years is not to, to look at the opposition as if it's a, as if it's a sign that I should stop or simply just to wait till that, that goes away, but to seek active solutions, honest solutions, righteous solutions to fixing those problems, to be about the business the Lord would have me be about. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm fired up. And honestly, I want that same thing for you. I want that same sense of of passion and zeal to be applied to your situation and in your faith in the Lord. Because so often I've fallen short of this when I have taken up matters in my own hand. When I took up the shield and the sword and the buckler and the javelin, and I took on what I thought was the battle that needed to be fought. There clearly are struggles that we must endure against those who are in opposition and those who who need to be opposed. Uh, Do not doubt that. But so often when you run into that opposition that comes from places you you don't expect it or it shouldn't be from, we are called to wait on the Lord actively. I hope this has been an encouragement to you as it's been an encouragement to me. And I pray that you, like the righteous man, may be planted firmly by streams of righteousness and peace. Thank you for listening. Find us online under the Firmly Planted Tree, where we can further continue our discussion. And please consider sharing this podcast and leaving a review. May the word of Christ dwell in you richly. A joyful noise to make, oh come with thanks, his presence too, with joyful song.